0: This week on episode 531 of Priority One, news is sparse as we gear up for the next season of Star Trek Discovery. But there's plenty to discuss in the world of Star Trek gaming. You're
1: listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Command codes verified.
0: Priority One message from Starfleet coming in on secure channel.
1: Welcome to Priority
0: One.
2: Your
1: hosts. Hello, Captains. You're listening to episode 531 of Priority One, a Roddenberry Star Trek podcast. Your weekly recap and review of all the major news happening in the Star Trek multiverse. This episode was recorded on Tuesday, November 9th and available for download or streaming on Friday, November 12th at PriorityOnePodcast.com. I'm Elio. I'm Kat. And I'm Roscoe. Kat, how was that rock concert?
2: Rock, wow! I know, my ears are still a little ringing...
1: But awesome. <laughs> ah, cool, cool, cool. And Roscoe, congrats on 10K.
0: Thank you. Yes, did a 10K run on the weekend. And strangely enough, the music was so loud from Cat's Rock concert. My ears are also ringing as well. <laughs> so that was—it's amazing
1: sound. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you all had a good weekend. And uh, how are you doing, my man? Oh, I'm you know hanging in there, taking mass transit to work every day. Four hours in mass transit a day. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Oh, now, oh, that'll replace, that'll replace Festa. It's going to be Tesla. Hmm. Okay. It's going to be amazing. All right. There's, there's,
0: there's a light at the end
1: of the tunnel. I'm sure there is a light at the end of the tunnel and uh, I will hopefully soon have a vehicle.
0: But before we jump into the news, we want to welcome new listeners to the show and we hope you'll stay in touch. You see, this show is produced by a community of volunteers who donate their time and their talents. Because like you, they are passionate about what Star Trek is all about.
2: So we hope you'll get involved and be a part of our community. Follow us on social media so you can share your thoughts about the weekly headlines. Join the Armada so that you can experience Star Trek gaming with like-minded Trekkies. Or consider joining the team and lending
1: your skills and passion to producing this show. Or if you happen to find value in this podcast, we ask you to consider becoming a patron. You see, producing a show like ours, unfortunately, isn't free. And as a result, we turn to you, our listeners, to help support the production of this podcast. Visit us over at patreon.com forward slash priority1, where you can find out about all the cool perks we have to offer. Captains, the money that you donate to the show goes right back into the production. Nobody on the team gets paid for their contributions. We're all just a bunch of talented Trekkies that want to share our passions with you. So, again, that was website is patreon.com forward slash priority one
0: now let's find out what's been happening in the star trek multiverse
2: then let's trek it out
1: Sonequa Martin-Green is on the interview circuit in the lead-up to Season 4 of Star Trek Discovery. She spoke with SFX Magazine about the feeling of finally sitting in the captain's chair. And the answer isn't as simple as, soft and comfortable. And could they install a cup holder? Quote, It feels very humbling, but it also feels very emboldening. I'm grateful for it because you feel like you earned the position with Burnham. You feel like you were able to learn and grow and make mistakes and mature from them with her. End quote. It's a new direction with a new captain. And the new series is set to premiere next week.
2: What? It's next week already?
1: That's right, November 18th, Star Trek Discovery Season 4 airs, which is probably why news this week is kind of thin, because they're all gearing up for next week's premiere.
0: They're all currently out doing interviews to talk up next week's premiere. That's what they're doing. So this week, very, very quiet, but it's a, it's good. It's a slow build. My Star Trek Twitter today, when I opened it up, was filled with a lot of screenshots of Star Trek Discovery, a lot of details in uniforms, and how the new look, and how the the new sets with the the CGI Mandalorian style sets were used. I saw a couple of photos of those and they just look amazing to be able to to do that and do it so well and add that extra little... All of a sudden, there's a whole extra level of imagination that the actors don't need to have. It's there in front of them. They can put it all into the performance and they don't need to imagine the alien that's on the green tennis ball on a stick waving in front of them. They can just see it.
1: You know, I have to admit, as we gear up for this next season of Star Trek Discovery, there's a small part of me that doesn't want to watch it and just wants to wait to binge it. Here we go. Here we go. I really do, man. There's just a there's a part of me that's like, gee, I want to binge this instead of do it week to week.
0: Do you feel like you got more out of the binge of season three than the week to week last season? I
1: I never got a chance to, I've never been able to binge one of the new series of of Star Trek. Kat, you were going to say something?
2: I was just going to say, you know, it is, since they make the shows to be more bingeable, uh, that makes sense, but there's just no way I would never be able to have the patience to wait that
1: long. Yeah, yeah. If I wasn't doing priority one, I might just wait for the given given the cadence of the seasons and the episodes in previous seasons I feel like the writing lends itself better to a binge than it does a week-to-week kind of thing and so maybe maybe they will adjust for that type of week-to-week storytelling in this season but up until now I gotta say the week-to-week is not I don't think has been helping the the show
0: I'm very excited about the fact that we are literally a week away from having two Star Trek television programs on air at the same time been a long time since that's actually happened, really cool
2: Harcourt Fenton Mudd only appeared in two live-action episodes of Star Trek and once in animated form, but he left a lasting impression, so much so that it was revealed in an article from Fansided. A spin-off was in the works. The article delves into the Starlog magazine interview archives to discover that the pitch never got past the desk of the great bird of the galaxy. Gene Roddenberry said to the actor Roger C. Carmel that the artist didn't have time to develop the project, which would have seen Mudd take the lead in a series as a space pirate slash intergalactic conman. Carmel was supposed to reprise his role in a first season episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, but the actor died before filming began. To think what this could have been and how it could have changed Star Trek a
0: lot. Can you imagine how wild this potentially could have been if there was a Harry Mudd spin off of Star Trek? And then that, because it was a, a legit spin off, then it would have been considered canon. It would have gone crazy.
2: I mean, 1970s sci fi. in the 70s, Whoa. and even was a space pirate oh yeah that'd been space Love yeah those. that
1: that show probably <laughs> would not have stood the test of time
2: no
0: no, it would have been wild. It would have been so great, but so bad.
2: But also, I mean, looking back, you know, I just Harry Mudd—he's just not very likable now. The outrageous Okona—that's a space pirate show I would definitely want to watch.
0: Well, he's going to turn up in an episode of Star Trek: Prodigy very soon. I think so? I thought it was Lower Deck. He Decks.
2: was in Lower Deck, but
0: ah, oh, he uh, no, he's the actor will <gasps> will voice the outrageous Okona. In an episode of Star Trek Prodigy.
1: Wait, we cover the news here every week and I don't recall that.
0: We covered that a few weeks ago. Really?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Would
1: I make this up? I couldn't make this up. Well, we have that to look forward to. And as we move on through the headlines, here are some that we didn't discuss, but we thought might interest you. Links, of course, will be in our show notes.
0: Speaking of Prodigy, with only three episodes of its first season having aired, Star Trek Prodigy has already been greenlit for a second season. Additionally, season one is going to be drawn out with two breaks. After November 18, the season won't pick up again until January 6th with another five episodes, then another ten episodes will air later in 2022. Captain Kirk's vintage
2: original phaser rifle from the original series just sold at auction for $615,000. We did mention this rifle on a prior episode of the podcast but it was used in the second pilot episode entitled Where No Man Has Gone Before and was created slash invented by Ruben Clommer who just passed away recently.
1: And it's with a heavy heart that we report the passing of a few Star Trek alum. Dean Stockwell, known best for his role as Al, opposite Scott Bakula in the TV series Quantum Leap, and who guest-starred on the Star Trek Enterprise episode Detained, died at the age of 85. Also, Broadway actress Camille Saviola, who also played Kai Opaka in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, passed away at the age of 71.
2: Sad. Dean Stockwell too. Battlestar Galactica.
1: Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I that monologue that he gives about being human, mm-hmm. uh, I used for a final project in college. It was like one of my repertoire things that oh. I had to do, and, and I, I decided to do that monologue. Oh,
0: yeah. He's great. I couldn't believe he was eighty-five. The man refused to age. Yeah, no. no, no. Remember he was
2: yeah. in. He always
1: looked the same
0: age.
2: He was in uh, mm. Dune, nineteen eighty-four. Huh? Yeah. Well, captains, that's all the news we have to check out this week. Now let's find out what happened in the world of Star Trek gaming. Welcome aboard, Captain. Congratulations, high score.
1: The shattered shards of Praxis border the space above the Klingon homeworld as Disruptor 5 scorches the whole of allied ships. The battle for Kronos has begun again. And with it comes the opportunity for honor. And new starships!
0: The latest Star Trek Online event may spark your interest. The TFO Battle for Kronos returns to PC and soon to console as the final event in Event Campaign 3, Electric Boogaloo. Your last chance to progress towards a free Tier Six Infinity promotion or Infinity Lockbox ship. And after playing the event for 14 days, you'll receive the reward, Akar's Vengeance Console. If you're a fan of electrical damage, then you are in for a treat. The console launches an electrical burst that flies to the target and immediately deals shield-bypassing electrical damage. It shuts down non-shield systems one by one. They slowly blink out. This is also the last opportunity if you haven't already, to complete the event campaign 3. Once complete, you can redeem a free tier 6 infinity promotion or infinity lockbox ship. The starships included are those only released before December 31st 2020, but the starship will be bound to to a count not bound to a character
2: I wish I knew what ship I was going to pick I only have like to do this new event about five days before I have to pick
0: (laughs) which ship I Mm -hmm. want I, th- I think I'm about the same, and I was looking today and thinking, do
1: I do I finally do I get the atlas? Is that something that I do? Maybe I don't know. I don't remember what ship is in what box anymore. Yeah, I really don't. I know. I, that's why I, I, I have, have to
2: just claim it to try and figure out what I'm gonna
1: get. I mean, thank the great bird of the galaxy for Stowiki because I have no idea how to keep track of these anymore. Whether which what promotional lockbox what ship belongs in. Hi, what a confusion using time to live in place still. So. <laughs> it's a pretty good
0: problem to have. Which starship will I get for choose for free? Hmm, let me decide. What shall I do? Do I incorporate this new electrical console?
1: Hmm. I appreciate your optimism and and uh, ability to brighten up the downside of the issue, the fundamental problem, and I can appreciate that, I can very much appreciate that. Speaking of taking your money, from now until December 9th, lifetime subscriptions are on sale. For PC, the sale price is $199.99 US, and for console, the price is discounted by 33%, whatever that means in your respective console. Some of the lifetime rewards include species unlocks like playable Talaxians or join Trill, plus you get exclusive access to the captain's table, a useless area where nobody goes and visits
2: <laughs> true. come on it's true though no, I mean, it's true though it true. <laughs> see it described i have been
1: there at I've least been there. twice i've been there at least twice i've I think probably that's gone five
2: times maybe
1: But here's the important stuff. You do get other free things like automatic daily dilithium refining and a monthly Zen stipend, which if you're like me and coming out of the game periodically, that starts to add up and you log in and you're pleasantly surprised.
0: It's also worth noting that on console, you do not receive the Zen monthly stipend.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. All right, valid point.
2: But, you know, if you do think you are gonna play the game longer than two years, I think we've done the math before. Two years, you will have paid for your lifetime with your Zen stipend.
1: Yes, that's right. Every time we've spoken about the sale, it is certainly worth it if you're going to be playing the game for a prolonged period of time, like Kat said, over two years. The math is there. We've never put it to paper, nor have we published it, but if you visit places like Still Wiki and, and other bloggers, uh, it's very clear that taking advantage of this sale does pay for itself.
0: It's nice. I always enjoy coming back with the uh, logging into a character and getting the automatic daily dilithium refining. That's, that's always a nice little surprise that I, for some reason, forget about. Great.
2: I know. I'm always I log in and I'm like, I didn't think I had any Zen. I do now. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously, I can't save any. <laughs> in a non-stow but stow adjacent news story, Neverwinter, another Perfect World game, has announced that certain in-game items can be unbound using an unbind token purchasable from the Zen store so items that were previously bound to a character can now be readily traded or sold in the auction house or given to another character they are only starting though with a limited number of items and plan to expand the options and I guess they're seeking feedback in the forums too as to what you know what options you would like to unbind some items won't be able to be unbound such as equipped mounts and companions due to how those items work in-game. Well, why we're talking about this is, well... We have discussed this type of item becoming available in Stowe. It seems like maybe it wouldn't work for ships or maybe bridge officers, but this would be amazing for items that are bound to character, items from the Lobie store that are bind on pickup. I was trying to think of some other items, but what do you guys think about having something like this in Stow?
0: For me, it would depend on the unbinding level. So is it something that was character bound that you would then make it bound to, account and then would there be another tier above that which makes it tradable so you could put it on the exchange potentially so there's there's a couple of levels there I would be very happy you know shifting some stuff around between my characters stuff that I've purchased in the Zen store that'd be amazing. Uh, in the low buy store I should say yeah that'd be great fun just when you go through and like I have I think I have some Ba'ul anti-proton stuff on one character and if you're thinking of an uh, anti-proton build on another it's like oh okay I could scoot
1: that over there that'd be oh that'd be great Yeah, I think this is a welcomed addition that should be ported over to Star Trek Online, especially for people who have tons of alts, right? When we posted the question and the theory on Twitter, that seemed to have been a resounding theme, right? Pax Federatica says this would be useful for freeing up back inventory space by transferring between characters. Mark Taylor says if they do this, it would clear up so many issues I have with the game. I could move things off my main and onto tertiary two to allow for storage, play for more than an hour without having to do the inventory management dance. So I think this would very much be a welcomed quality of life improvement for Star Trek Online. Yeah, I mean... Especially if you have a lot of alts. Well, I
2: do have a lot of alts. But even if I... had just a few alts there are those items that you open on your main or whatever and then you make a new character and you realize man this would be a lot cooler on this other character or this would have you know worked with my build on that other character so much better that you know you don't know that until you've played for a while though and so sometimes you know you wanted that Boolean cannon on your engineer and not your science officer or whatever you know something like that I I think it would be I would definitely pay money to do this.
0: Would
1: you pay dilithium
0: to do that?
2: Yes. Well, absolutely. That
0: could be a...
1: Oh, that's a great idea, Roscoe. This could be a great dilithium sink. Mm-hmm.
0: Because that's something the game is desperately in need of.
2: Yeah, even if you just limited it to, like, lobby store items, you know, it doesn't, you know, or or other weapons or, you know, character equipment that is bind, bound to character. I think it would be fantastic.
1: Denise Crosby has been a delight in Star Trek Online, adding just the right level of cloaked menace to the character of Sila. She also lent her voice to provide a conclusion to Tasha Yar's temporal fate in the story mission Survivor. But a tweet this week sparked our curiosity at more YAR in our future. Denise tweeted, quote, I know one of you will know this. What is the name of the episode where I'm running from the rape gangs on Turkana 4 carrying my pet cat? I have a special surprise coming soon and need to rewatch the episode, but can't remember the title. End quote. If you're playing along at home, the answer is Where No One Has Gone Before from TNG Season 1. But what could this mean? Will we see Tasha turn up in Star Trek Online sometime soon? Perhaps a mirror version to help expand the current reflections story arc? Well, only time will tell. I love when Denise Crosby comes back to Stowe.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, it's Mm -hmm. always some type of super awesome surprise. Mm
0: -hmm. It's a diabolical surprise every single time.
2: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: I'm kind of still a little in shock because you just throw out the, oh, yeah, you know, when I was running from the rape gangs, because there was rape gangs on Takana 4. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That was just in the show. That was just thrown in there.
1: Season one, man season one yeah quite confronting Lord Ford in the chat says, I want more Scylla and Data. The tease was too much. I agree with you, Lord. I agree with you. Well, before we move on, we have some other gaming news. Game Masters
0: and new players to Star Trek Adventures can now consult a newly updated rulebook when there are trying times at the gaming table with additions of the Player's Guide and the Game Master's Guide both now available for print reorder. The guides aren't standalone as such, but complement your rulebook of choice for STA from Modiphius. Uh, That being Starfleet Core Rulebook, the Klingon Core Rulebook, or the Tricorder Collector's Box Set. Strangely enough, the Play Guide is for players and the Game Master's Guide is for the Game Master. In an article from STA Project Manager Jim Johnson, he explains that guides are there to give tabletop players, new and old, the tools to play any type of character in the Star Trek universe quote the many optional rules provided by the game masters guide provide game masters with more ways to tweak the gameplay enabling you to scale the rules you use at your table up or down depending on your group's preferred game style and desired level of crunch whether you run a rules light fast paced game or a more detailed tactical game or something in between there should be enough interesting options in the book to help you create amazing star trek adventures with your friend end quote the guides are available for print
1: pre-order now through Modiphius. Well, that wraps up episode 531 of Priority One, a Roddenberry Star Trek podcast. But there are more great shows available to you on the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Just visit podcasts.roddenberry.com for a complete list. Then be sure to subscribe to them all and share them with your friends.
2: And we can't forget to send a special thanks to some of our Patreon supporters like David K. Retley, Peter Archibald, and Gerald Bosch.
0: Captains, it's important to us that you get your voice heard and that you participate in the conversation. Leave us a comment or a voice message on our website at PriorityOnePodcast.com on our Facebook page at Facebook.com forward slash podcast, or find us on Twitter and Instagram at priority one pod.
2: And if you're still craving more, be sure to spend time with Winters, Anthony, Thomas, Grey, me, plus the rest of the Priority One Armada. Saturday nights, the Armada broadcasts live to review the latest news from Star Trek Online and the Armada community including 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 spotlighting some of our amazing members. With regular giveaways, there's something for all Stowe players, whether you're new or a veteran. Follow us on all our social media accounts for broadcast times, and if you'd like to join the Armada, visit PriorityOneArmada.com.
1: This episode of Priority One is brought to you by our patrons through Patreon.com. We are humbled by the continued support from listeners like you who find value in the content that we produce each and every week and offer a financial contribution to do so. For more information, visit patreon.com forward slash priority one.
0: And don't forget to tune in to Priority One Productions' Guard Frequency podcast at guardfrequency.com Each episode, the Guard will take you inside the universe of your favourite space sims including a tabletop adventure played out by your hosts And Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of dungeons and dragons Learn all about the latest publications tools, tips, tricks and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to
1: heroesrisepodcast.com to discuss of this. Captains, a special thanks to the team that takes the brunt of the work To produce the show each week, our audio editors this week, intro and closing were done by William. Trek It Out by Brandon. Gaming by Gray. Thanks to our producer, Jake, and associate producers, Shane and Thomas. Together, they help us organize and write up our summary of the weekly headlines from the Star Trek multiverse. Thanks to our graphic artist, Alejandro, with support from Jason of the Priority One Armada. Thanks to our social media managers, Sarah and James. Thanks to the composer of our theme music, Chris Watts. But most importantly, a big thanks to you the star trek community our listeners because without your ongoing support none of this would be possible
2: enemy ship on sensors
1: red
0: alert ready weapons
1: engage This episode was recorded on Tuesday, November 9th, and available for download or streaming on Friday, October 12th. Oh, October. Priority-
2: we just time traveled. Oh, <laughs> Whoa. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Whoa. Oh, somebody sl- slingshot, <laughs> slingshot- slung shot? Slingshotted or slung shot?
0: If you'd done it previously, you would have slung it's shot, yeah.
1: Slung shot, okay. F-ing from) there to here. <laughs> Come on, you didn't, you, you weren't expecting that? <laughs> I mean, you never expect little, that. a little bit. <laughs> uh... Yes, 100%. Every time that these sales go happen, every time that these sales go happen, go what happen. the hell's wrong
0: with me?
1: What the <laughs> f- every time sale either? go happen, make Zen <laughs>
0: in account by ship good. <laughs> Put
2: that in the headline, please. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. We make show good. (laughs) Wait, what are you guys quoting?
2: Zoolander.
1: Oh, oh, Zoolander. (laughs) Jamal. Welcome back to Pack Lead Priority First. Red alarm. Check it out. Check it out. out. Check it out. (laughs) We make show good. Currency. Buy
0: currency good.